that's so braven. If you don't listen to this podcast, do you know what happens? You get it. Okay. I feel good about that. <laughs> this is Benjamin Raven from That's So Brave and a Court of Nerds podcast. And at the end of the month, it is August. We are heading to StarCast, an all-in weekend in Chicago. StarCast will be streamed live on Fight TV, which is unbelievable. The Court of Nerds and That's So Braven will be on pay-per-view and at the biggest independent wrestling event of all time. And you can come with us. If you are interested in sponsoring us, we can work something out, whether it is video, social media, on the website, podcast reads, whatever you want, we'll work it out. Just send us an email at courtofnerdspodcast at gmail.com and you can be all in too. Gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, I get to do this ramble because this is the podcast that just ends, but it can start however I decide it starts. I'll be driving the bus today on this episode of That's So Braven. Who am I? Well, I'm Drew, of course. Joining me in studio today, our good friend from Hollywood's World of Sports, Joey. Joey, what's up, brother? Not much. How's everybody doing? And then live in Detroit, Ben is on the phone today. Ben, hi, friend. Hi. What's going on? How's your bloody black and blue ass? It's good. It's good. Uh, the ropes are beating me up. Let's just say that. Let's just say that and leave it there. Uh, listen, I'm, I'm happy that we can all get together here, do a little bit of a SummerSlam preview. Joey, you're heading out of town. We're slammed with all-in StarCast stuff, but I'm happy we still found time to get together. Let's start off with Ring of Honor. I mean, you've got Jay Lethal sitting as the Ring of Honor champion, and just today... We found out what Lethal will be doing September 1st at All In. Uh, guys, I'm, I want to get your thoughts on this in a second, but let me set the stage for people. This is a brilliant piece of marketing from the folks at All In and from Jay Lethal and Ring of Honor. There will be a 15-person over-the-budget battle royal on the opening hour of All In, which will be free for everyone on WGN America. Then on the main card, which you have to buy on Fight TV or I believe you can purchase with your Honor Club membership, Jay Lethal will take on the winner of that Battle Royal in a Ring of Honor title match that you'll have to purchase to see. Joey, I want to start with you. Uh, I mean, is there anyone you're hoping comes out of the Battle Royal? We only know a few participants so far. Well, I uh, one name that I saw that was already advertised that I think would be kind of funny is Moose. Only because he's under TNA contract and he'd be getting a Ring of Honor world title shot. Uh, ben, you got anyone? I think we've only got five or six names for this battle royal so far. I think we'll see the winner introduced later on. But could you see Colt, see Colt Cabana, Cabana getting it? Colt Cabana. Yeah, that's who I was just saying. Well, Colt Cabana. It is in Chicago. It's Chicago. It's Colt Cabana. He's been getting involved in the ring with this Bully Ray feud. Bully, I'm guessing, yep. if he actually wrestles, will be part of this battle royal. I could see Bully and Colt building up to something on Ring of Honor. Double elimination, maybe. Yeah. Double elimination. <laughs> Colt, Colt getting a Ring of Honor world title match at a show like this would be so independent wrestling. And I think that's what they're trying to do with this night. With like a roll-up win? Like, this is No, just like this is like <laughs> in, an independent wrestling show. Our Ring of Honor world title match has Colt Cabana in it. I don't know. It's just got that feel to it, you know? Yeah, I, I still maintain. I think the winner will come from someone who's not announced yet. I think we could end up seeing an MJF in this battle royal. Now, MJF, I believe, is under exclusive contract with a regional promotion. I don't know what that would mean if he won the Ring of Honor world title. But MJF, Ben, is a guy you and I both believe strongly in his mic work, and he's shown a ton of potential in the ring. Indeed. Uh Moving on, other Ring of Honor stuff to address very quickly. Cody and the Bucks are now your six-man tag champions once again, putting gold back on the Bullet Club. Joey, would you agree the smartest thing Ring of Honor can do? Yes. <laughs> ben, the smartest thing Ring of Honor can do, gold on the Bullet Club? Strap yourself to the rocket. Yeah, Ride until they stop selling out at Hot Topic. Uh, and that brings us to 10 pounds of gold. Ben and I had the pleasure of talking about the big belt, the NWA world title, with Conrad Thompson. Uh, you guys can check that podcast out at thecourtofnerds.com, or if you're not subscribed, subscribe on iTunes. 
Um, but Cody and Nick Aldis face off for the NWA Championship. It is fully official. Cody will not have to bring anything else to the match, and he could walk away with the 10 pounds of gold. Now, this may seem like a simple question at first, but Joey, I love that you put this on the rundown for today. Who is this match bigger for? Cody's legacy or Aldis for the spotlight? Ben, I'm going to start with you on this one because it's Joey's question. Uh, I think it's Nick Aldis, just because this is a guy that a lot of people don't know has been around for like 20 years in big-time promotions under a couple of different names. And this is a very unique, cool spotlight that, I mean, he's a part of a feud that's making the NWA World Heavyweight title matter. Only like two guys have done that since like 1985. (laughs) So that's pretty cool. All right, so your answer is Aldis. Joey, who do you think this match is more important or bigger for? You know, I... I originally was going to go with Aldis, but I almost feel like it's bigger for Cody for his own personal reasons. Because I, th- yeah. I think if he wins, it's, you know, maybe personal validation that he's lived up to his father's legacy a little bit. It would be the only second generation NWA World Heavyweight title. Exactly. Uh, father-son combo, the first ever. So, yeah, personal reasons, Cody. Professional reasons, I say Aldis, but personal reasons Cody all day I would say I would say the quick answer is Cody I mean you know he's been so much of this is following his father's legacy creating your own events building your own hype creating your own monster but when you stop and think about it Cody could in theory do this again next year Cody will continue to be a main feature in New Japan and Ring of Honor And, of course, all over YouTube. He has his own channel now. He's one of the stars of Being the Elite. I I think Ben kind of nailed it where Nick Aldis has to make the most of this spotlight. He was phenomenal in his match against Flip Gordon on Ring of Honor. Now he has to be phenomenal against Cody fucking Rhodes. (laughs) Like, I I know we don't say the last part on the broadcasts, but it's Cody Rhodes, for God's sake. The guy was rolling with Randy Orton when he was, what, 19? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, again, there's, I think there's more pressure on Cody, yep. but I think this match is bigger for Nick Aldis to establish himself as a superstar. I also think that it's obviously big for the NWA. Like, the NWA ha- hasn't been this much talked about in 20 years. No, it's true. I mean, Billy Corgan buying the promotion gave them a shot in the arm. And then Cody turned that shot into steroids when he <laughs> wanted this belt on All In. Yep. Um, speaking of belts in places that they haven't been in a while, Joey, I know you're upset about this one. I want to let you run with it. The Raw Tag Team titles, as of now, will not be defended at SummerSlam. They will be defended Monday night on Raw in a triple threat tag team match, which means no DQs, by the way, which yeah. means we will get a finish yeah. of the B team. Go, go, B-team, go. The Revival, who Ben uh, immediately tents his pants over. (laughs) And uh, it's funny, as I say that, Joey is currently wearing his Moa of Lawn t-shirt. Thank you, Holly, for the anniversary gift. As the Deleters of Worlds will also be in this tag team match. But, Joey, you're upset that this is a Monday Night Raw match and not a SummerSlam match. Yeah, like, you know, I was thinking about the overall card. And, like, as much as I love you know, the Bludgeon Brothers and how they've kind of, you know, risen to prominence, um, which they should have done a long time ago. But for me, like, hypothetically, if the bar wins tonight, um, that's not really exciting to me because the bar hasn't been on TV in like two months up until last week. Oh, you mean the build to the SmackDown yes, tag titles? Yes, Which will be on the SummerSlam Yes. Card. Okay. And here's the thing. People are getting behind the B team. People have been behind the Deleters of the World, and the Revival is finally getting the Revival on the main card that they should have been all along. And to me, I think that's the, that's the better build. That, that you think the Raw tag team deserves to be on SummerSlam over the SmackDown tag titles? I mean, I'd, I'd prefer to have them both, but if we, if we had to pick and choose, Raw all day. Right, and I would say uh, the biggest argument you could make, and, and Joey, I'm surprised you didn't make it, why is... And Ben, why don't you follow me on this one? Give me your answer to this. Why is the Raw Tag Team title being defended on a random Raw two weeks before, a week before SummerSlam? The go-home show before SummerSlam. But we get Finn Balor and Baron Corbin Part 7 
on the SummerSlam card, even if it is on the kickoff show. Why do that? I don't know. It doesn't make sense. Uh, the writing on Law Raw for the tag team division has just been at a god-awful low in recent memory. I mean, you just look at the tag team title scene, and then you look at teams as talented as AOP and the Revival and so on and so forth, and this is what we've got, you know. And um, I don't know. SmackDown's not doing a lot better. I mean, they've got guys like Cesaro and Sheamus in the New Day and Bludgeon Brothers, and that, that kind of just feels bleh, too, you know. No, I agree. I agree. I think the best thing on Twitter today, by the way, was Xavier Woods telling telling Tyler Breeze, hey, if the Shield doesn't want you on Monday nights, you come back to Tuesdays and you join the New Day. We'll keep you warm until Dango gets back. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I I, absolutely love that. I I just I think some of the tag teams need to switch it up. I think the Usos need to go to Raw and, you know, maybe have – Bray and Matt go to SmackDown, where Sanity, the logical feud that I've been hoping for all along, should happen. Yeah. No, listen, Sanity needs to also get better established as characters. Agreed. I I think they also need to fix that intro, because that intro is (laughs) vomit-inducing. It is vomit-inducing. Speaking of vomit-inducing, no, that's the amount of matches that we've got between NXT TakeOver and SummerSlam, matches that are already set in stone. So we want to run through. We want to give you guys some preview, give you guys some thoughts on these. Uh, the, the NXT TakeOver card is more or less set except for one variable, and we'll get to that variable in a second. But let's open with the NXT Women's Championship match, a rematch of last year's May Young Classic. And I believe this will be to basically kick off this year's May Young Classic, which is stacked, oh, by the way. Yeah. It is stacked. You know, Ben, you and I were joking in our in our chats on Facebook about how WWE has just been out here grabbing every independent female star they can get their grubby little hands on. And last year it was Shayna Baszler and Kyrie Sane at the top of the heap. Here they are again, the NXT women's title, take over Brooklyn. Who comes out on top? Joey, we'll start with you. Baszler or Sane? Um I'd like to say Sane because she needs the momentum, but I could I could see Baszler keeping it. Ben, what about you? I think Sane finally goes over here. It, it feels like they've been building. That's what it feels like they're building toward, you know? I mean, Baszler's been a pretty dominant champion since winning it, and Sane kind of hasn't been able to get over the hump. And a big, big stage like SummerSlam weekend, who knows? I'm gonna it go feels with, like it's going in that direction. Yeah, I'm going to go Kyrie Sane. Because, and this is why, and I think Ben will disagree with me on this. I think Shayna Baszler. Because she wears a leather jacket. What's that? Because she wears a leather jacket now. No, no yeah, that's why Kyrie said yes, because Kyrie said has a leather jacket. No. Uh, it's because I think Shayna Baszler can. Fuck you, dick. Uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's because I think Baszler can work as a heel without the title. Yeah. Yeah. I think she can just walk around and bully the Candice LeRae's and Dakota Kai's of the locker room. She's the mean girl who's taken all the lunch money. Her character is well established. I don't think she needs the belt to stay on TV. And I think you need to put the belt on Kyrie Sane so that she faces the winner of your Mae Young Classic. The previous winner versus the new winner. I mean, it's poetry. Yeah. And it's exactly what I think Triple H would write. If I were in his shoes. So Agreed. I, I think it's going to be sane. And uh, they've been having her go over a lot at house shows, yeah. which is generally an indicator for NXT because they're normally rehearsing matches that are coming up. That's true. And that insane elbow might be my favorite finisher in the biz. Mm. She's so good. Yeah. So good. All right. Next, a match with no stakes involved other than pride, ego, and the best damn promos in the business. That's EC3 and Velveteen dream ben i'm gonna let you go first and i'm gonna let you go off a little bit on this one because i know both of these guys hold a special place in your heart and your pants <laughs> yeah i like both of these guys a lot and uh it's a super interesting matchup because both guys have a ton of momentum coming in both guys are killing their promos and it's just nxt is a complete package it's like top notch right now and these guys are a big part of it uh I feel like Velveteen Dream goes over here. I, I feel like he they're going to put as many big stage wins on him as they can because he needs to be in the NXT title scene. And he's been fighting. Uh, he stepped in after uh, Black got hurt at house shows to be the guy facing Ch- Champa at the house shows for the title. So 
that's something to look out on. I think I think Dream's going over big time. Soon. Jo- Joey, what about you? EC three or is it time to experience the dream? I I kind of agree with Ben. You know, Dream Dream has had great match after great match, and I, I think he needs to win to further keep the momentum. Um, you know, obviously, you know, all the great matches he had, he's lost. So he kind of needs a win at this point, and um, you know we'll we'll get to the world title picture in a minute. But I I I think a win for him puts him finally in the title picture where he belongs. I agree with both of you for almost the exact same reasons. <laughs> I, I but I, I you know I don't think this is NXT telegraphing a move so much as if you've paid attention to wrestling for long enough, this just makes too much sense. The Dream has, as Joey, you love to reference, he has paid his dues. Yep. He has taken some L's. He has also gotten some really solid wins. And even when he's lost, he has looked unbelievably good. He has been anointed by John Cena. People love him. And again, I think if you're going to end up putting the belt or leaving the belt on Tommaso Ciampa, he's the ultimate heel. He is the king bad guy right now. Who better than the king babyface? In Velveteen Dream. That guy's promo where he whispers the words he just said. Philadelphia. Dream. I died. I show that to everyone who I'm trying to get hooked on wrestling. The Velveteen Dream is what's next in wrestling. And I think better sooner than later to have him over. And then you know what I want? I want him as a surprise entrant in the Rumble and to stay on the main roster. You can't flirt with him. The Velveteen Dream is a commitment. He's a commitment. I'm in love. Shut up, Ben. Yeah, well, the only the only confusing part about this match for me is that EC3 is coming off more as a face now. Yeah, it's weird. It's really weird to me. It's, it's the Ben. Would you say it it's is. the crowd reaction that's pushing him as a face, not his character work? Yeah, I think it's just the crowd reacting to him because he's still acting like a major douche as a character. He is. No, it's, another, was, it's another Bobby Roode all over again. Well, I think the problem yeah. is who they put him up against. That build for two weeks to a match with Kona Reeves, who's actually just a scuzzier, worse version of EC3's character. You know, it, it was like somebody had to beat up a bad younger version of themselves. <laughs> and that was what EC3 yeah. did. And, and now he moves on to fight a real competitor in the Velveteen Dream. Um, we don't deserve the tag team championship match on NXT TakeOver. We don't. We just don't. I don't think people appreciate Mustache Mountain enough. And I honestly don't know if we appreciate the Undisputed Era enough. But these guys just had a five-star, Meltzer-approved, knockdown, drag-out, banger of a title match. And now we're going to do it again in Brooklyn? The, I mean, honestly, you know, Ben, one of the hollowed halls of NXT is, is Brooklyn. And, and Joey, I know you were messaging me about this match when it happened. How excited are you for the rematch? And who wins it? Mustache Mountain or Undisputed Era? Well... Given the lack of tag teams on both main shows right now, I could see Undisputed Era losing all the titles and moving up because they're they're too hot to pass up on right now. And I think maybe because obviously NXT UK is starting up soon and Triple H just might be thinking, okay, well, why not have Mustache Mountain be NXT and NXT UK champions to give the brand a little more credibility. Ben, what are your thoughts? Uh, I think Undisputed Air is winning. I think that Trips or whoever made the call to put Mustache Mountain over is the chance for a couple of weeks and then to have them drop it in such a awesome spot that got so much awesome attention. And the match was awesome. I mean, I was shocked yeah. to see it got five stars, but, I mean, it really was. It was one hell of a good tag match. So, which, which Undisputed one? wins. And uh, Mustache Mountain goes into NXT UK with a crap ton of momentum. Okay, so did the the NXT TV match get five stars or the, the Royal NXT, Albert Hall match? The NXT the TV, TV match. Really? The NXT TV match. Because I thought, I thought the first one was better. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe Meltzer yeah, didn't well, watch NXT the first TV one. Was, Trent, Trent Seven looked like a super star oh, yeah. in the one on NXT TV. Yeah, well, I, I, I agree with that. I agree with that wholeheartedly. He blew me away. Yep. I was like, dang, I liked this guy, but he just took me to a new level with him. Yep. Seriously, I liked Thick Tyler Bates, and now I love Thick Tyler Bates. <laughs> uh, look, yeah. I love Mustache Mountain. I love the gimmick. I love the bit. I love the Britishness. 
But I, I think Undisputed Era is going to have one of those epic, like they're going to set records in NXT. I don't think you brought Cole, Fish, and O'Reilly here without a promise of doing something unique and incredible. And I think to a lot of these guys coming from the indies, doing things that set records on NXT means almost as much as the main roster does because NXT is the more respected brand right now. You know, and so I, I think Undisputed Era is going to have one of those long reigns, set them up as a high-end faction. Joey, I think you're right. I think they go up sooner than later, but I don't think it's now. Yeah. I don't think it's now, and I think Ben's right. Yeah. Mustache Mountain having another banger of a match here sends them into NXT UK as the favorites to win an NXT UK tag. Yeah, that, that's true. Um, I do think when I, you, I do think when Undisputed Era does lose finally, if it's not next weekend. It's got to be War Raiders. I think that's the bill. And I'm honestly surprised they weren't added to the match, to be honest. I think War Raiders will be, it's War Raiders and Undisputed Era at the next TakeOver event. And War Games, you think? I think War Games would be a perfect place. You you add one to War Raiders, you pick up whoever you want. Add, add EC3 to the War Raiders. The top 1% of War Raiders. Or Ricochet. Or Ricochet. He's got a reason to have beef with Undisputed Era. Yeah. Actually, everyone in NXT has a reason to, which is probably why they're so damn great. Yep. Um, and speaking of how great they are and the Undisputed Era, Cole and Ricochet. Sweet Jesus. Ben, just go. Just talk. Just just go. Yeah, this is going to be a fantastically impressive and fun match because these are two guys that just mesh really well together. Their characters just, they're like complete opposite characters, and it just works so well. <clears throat> Both of these guys are so talented in the ring, and this is just one of those matchups that it's crazy that it's happened under a WWE banner. Hey, can I, can I step in real quick? Have they matched up before? Have they <laughs> fought before, or is this a first time? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they fought before in New Japan. Okay, okay. I didn't know if their paths crossed in New Japan. Yeah, yeah they fought in, uh, uh, that's right, where was it? PWG Battle of Los Angeles 2016. It was a five-star match. Osprey Ricochet inside L versus the Bucks and Adam Cole. It's a, it's a historic, historically amazing match. Mm-hmm. Look that one up. Take the time out. Yep, I've, PWC I, Battle of Los Angeles. I've Los seen Angeles. that one. That's so great. Oh, he's telling me yeah. that. He's oh. telling me. Oh, that's, that's a note to Drew and the listeners <laughs> to go look that match up. All right, Ben. Who wins this one though? Is Cole keeping his belt, or does Ricochet get a little bit of extra kiss? Ricochet is taking the belt, and uh, I think Cole is not moving to the main roster because I don't think they make that jump uh, without Bobby Fish healthy all the way. Yeah. Because I think uh, we'll get one more War Games out of the Undisputed Era. Hopefully, all healthy, all four of them on one team. That'd be kind of cool. But uh, I think Ricochet wins, and Adam Cole maybe turns to the main event scene as well. I mean, I think it's between him, Dream, and Gargano that main event scene. And you know NXT, yeah, I was going to say, you know NXT loves a fatal four-way for the title. Um, Joey, who do you see, Cole or Ricochet? Ricochet. I just, I, I kind of agree with uh, Ben's thinking there. I think um, what I could see in a really weird twist is Adam Cole losing the you know, title or whatever. Um, at some point, Bobby Fish comes back, and then when they come up to the main roster, I could see them turning on Roderick Strong because it was heavily rumored before Fish got injured that Strong was going to be on 205 Live. Hmm. Huh. I don't I don't hate that. I could also see it going another way where Strong, Fish and O'Reilly turn on Cole Ooh. because the because management thinks Cole has so much potential as a single star that he doesn't need to be in a faction. You know who I want to see Adam Cole reunite with? Kevin <laughs> Owens. Everyone wants that. That 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 that's the ultimate dream, right there. Everyone yeah. wants that. Uh, I don't know much, but I know I want that. I also <laughs> know that Ricochet is going over here. Here's my logic, and it's because my logic is always different from the two of you, who are the hardcore wrestling guys. Uh, the Rock has expressed interest in returning to WWE. Who did The Rock say he absolutely loves? King Ricochet. That's my simple reasoning for it. The Rock says he loves something, then The Rock gets what The Rock loves. He also loves Kevin Owens, though, too. Well, go look at Kevin Owens, though. Let's let's take two seconds here. Let's look at Kevin Owens and how he's been booked since coming to the main roster. Once they got through the fight forever with Sammy thing, Kevin Owens has been booked hella good. He got to work with Goldberg. 
He got to have one of the best storylines in recent memory with Chris Jericho. Sure, they dragged out the Shane, AJ, Kevin, Sammy stuff a little longer than most would have liked. Yeah. But again, pay per view main event. So. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. You took a cage spot from Shane McMahon. Yeah. That, I mean, yeah, what? Exactly. That's like you, the Undertaker, and who else has done that? <laughs> that's true. Like that's you know, and again, and now you technically beat Braun Strowman in a cage match at a pay per view. Oh man, yeah. You know, Kevin Owens for not holding a belt has been having a hell of a run. Yeah. We'll get to more on that later. Another guy who was having a hell of a run was Alistair Black. And that is the wrinkle to this TakeOver card. Right now, the main event should be the NXT Championship, Ciampa, Gargano, and Alistair Black. Black, however, tore his groin at a house show. I don't think he's back for this. And I think you can no. move him from this into a North American title feud with Ricochet if you want to keep him in the title picture. But I don't think we see Alistair Black. So the question is, what stipulation do they add to this title match of Gargano and Champa? I'm not going to ask you guys to call who you think wins. I, 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 don't, I don't know that I can call it until we know who's actually in it. But... What stipulation do they add? Because you can't just have a straight-up Ciampa Gargano match. You can't do it. They've set the bar too high. Joey, what do they do if they don't have Aleister Black? I just had a really, just the light bulb just popped for me. I think they don't say anything about Black's injury. I think Ricochet and Adam Cole may go on first. Adam Cole loses. Alistair's backstage gets attacked. Adam Cole replaces Alistair Black. Ben? I liked what we said on Sunday in the uh, podcast with Conrad Thompson at thecordonnerce.com and wherever you can listen to podcasts. Remember we said he comes out because there's a chance he'll be able to like walk on it in three weeks after surgery. So maybe he comes out. They attack him during the entrance, and it just turns into a one-on-one -on -one match. But you've still fulfilled your uh, advertised triple threat match. I don't know. Then you still have triple because threat think, rules. Yeah, yeah. yeah you you mentioned that there was there was precedent yeah. set where they've done something like this before. I do have to. Have oh, yeah, that. I mean, yeah, yeah. Reacted to it on the fly and stuff like that. A, a previous SummerSlam main event, somebody Kurt Angle got concussed like super early on, and they basically had to go on without him for like 15 minutes, and then he had to finish the match knocked out. <laughs> well, there we go. All right. I do have to add one thing, though. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Last podcast that we I was on with you guys, when we were talking about Gargano and Champa, we were all given what we thought the fallout was going to be. I stated, and you all thought I was on drugs for some reason, I stated that Gargano and Champa's feud would find its way to Alistair Black. So You were right. It, it took its time getting there. My wild predictions might not be so wild. Oh, they're wild. They're still <laughs> wild. I know. Blind squirrel finds a nut every now and then. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. All right, speaking of blind squirrels, let's get into the SummerSlam, SummerSlam card. <laughs> let's just get into that. Um, let's start, and I, and I really want to start with what should be two matches that should both be on the kickoff show. Yeah. Bobby Lashley and Elias, because the build for this has been terrible, and because I don't think anyone knows what the hell to do with Bobby Lashley. So let's just very quickly, round robin, uh, who wins? Ben, who wins? Bobby Lashley or Elias? Elias. Lashley. I'm going to go with Elias. The push for him has been insane. Uh, the next one that no one cares about that should be on the kickoff show, and if it's not, I'm going to be pissed. Corbin and Balor for the 17th time. Ben, who wins? Corbin. Joey. Balor. I'm going to go Balor on this one. I don't know why. Can I add something to that real quick? Yes, you may. The way the story's been played out on Raw, shouldn't be, it shouldn't be Balor fighting Corbin. It should be Kurt Angle. It should be, but I, I think Kurt... There's, maybe they're saving it. I, I don't think Kurt should be wrestling. I'll be very yeah. honest. I'm very sketchy about Kurt wrestling. I'm super sketchy about Kurt wrestling. Yeah. You know, I didn't like it when he was a member of the Shield. I thought that was weird as hell. You yeah, know, of yeah. all the people you can draft into the Shield, you drafted the Authority. He looked good at WrestleMania, though. I mean, he did. He did. He looked good in limited action. But I don't think a one-on-one -on -one match is something we will ever see Kurt Angle in again. Tag match, you can yeah. hide it. Tag match, you can hide a lot. 
Um, all right. Well, that one's there. So there's those two wet turds out of the way. Um, a match that I think has a lot of surprise potential that has, again, with WWE's quietly second best brand been built to very well. Cruiserweight championship match, Cedric Alexander and Drew Gulak. Um, I'll go first on this one. I think it's time. I, I think it's time. I think the Gulak goes on and the Gulak does not come off. Uh, I, I think that this is a great match that will somehow end up on the kickoff show. Yep. But I think Gulak is yep. going to take it like he should have from Enzo a long time ago. Joey, who takes it? Gulak I, or Seti? I, I got to go with Gulak, and I think he holds it to WrestleMania. You think he has a long run? Yep, and I think they bring in somebody big to face him at WrestleMania. He's going to run right through everybody. Ben, 205 Live champion. Well, I think it's Gulak time. Gulak it up, man. <laughs> Gulak the truck. I don't know. I got nothing. Yeah. I got nothing. I love Cedric Alexander. I think he was a great champion for them. I think he was the perfect reset after the bad taste in the mouth that was Enzo Amore. But I, I think yeah. it is time to move on. Gulak can feud with everyone. You can bring back Mustafa Ali when he's healthy again. You can bring back everyone else. You know, let Gulak run through a bunch of these guys. Let him and TJP have a who's the bigger douchebag competition. I think, you, there. I think you bring back Rey Mysterio at WrestleMania. I think it could end up being Rey. I think it could. And, and you've seen Rey wants to do a few more WWE things before he's done because he is winding You're it down. On, no. You guys shut up. That's what? what? Rey's not wrestling for no purple belt. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> well, well, okay, first off. First off, hey, you know what? This is this is this is where me and you are gonna finally clash today. Rey Mysterio, Rey Mysterio. Just, just just getting bigger spots on that. Died, but Good just Lord. just hear me out for a minute. I've been saying all along that the two hundred five live guys need to be somewhat mixed in with the main roster to get the attention they need because not everybody cares about two hundred five live. But no matter whether it's good or bad, people still watch Raw and SmackDown. I actually will say this. I was kind of hoping that last night on Raw, Seth Rollins went to find a partner. I was hoping he would have found someone from 205 Exactly. Live. I was kind of rooting for that yeah. a little bit. You know, I would have. I would love to see. And Ben, don't you, don't you fuck you to me because I know you'd love to see it. Seth Rollins and Buddy Murphy would be a hell of a fun tag team. No, no, I'm not saying these guys shouldn't interact, but like the idea of Rey Mysterio coming back at the opportunity to wrestle in 205 Live is like, he doesn't have to come back. He's not coming back for 205 Live. But right. you don't know owe anybody no favors. You don't know. That's, that's, that's like, Ray. That's like, Ray don't know nobody shit. Yeah. That's fair. That's that like, is very Rey Mysterio. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Just like, I mean, he don't, though. But he don't, though. If he's coming back, if he's coming back, it's for a big spot or to. Wow, us in the Royal Rumble for 35 minutes every year, and be like, "Wow, he can still really go." Look cool. at him go. Look at look at the six one nine. Still one of the worst. Hey, but maybe he sport. comes back to give back a little bit. Ooh, I no, no. I think and, so. and if he did, it would be to a luchador. Why is he going to put over Drew Gulak? What what is what has Drew Gulak done for? Maybe, maybe maybe he beats Drew Gulak for a hot second and then loses to another luchador. But here's the thing you got to remember about Maybe 205 David Live. Maybe David comes back and wins the title. Maybe David Arquette does. Don't know. Here's, here's the thing to remember about 205 Live. Though. Who are you, Vince Russo? Oh, listen, bro. Listen. Uh, here's the thing with 205 Live that you have to remember, Joey, and it's part of what I think has held Ray back from doing a full WWE return. It's the travel schedule. Yeah. 205 travels with the main roster. They're out there with the main roster. I, I think even if Ray was interested in doing what is a shorter program where he would be the sole star... It's not the travel schedule that he wants. Yeah. Speaking of 205 Live, about time Lucha House Party got a shirt. I like that. I do like that, too. It's gonna, it should be a fun time. Lucha House Party, good little faction. Perfect for 205 Live. All right, next on the rundown is one of the matches I am most intrigued by at SummerSlam. Because it is a straight-up one-on-one wrestling match. But it's got great stakes to it. And other than a lame-ass segment on Raw last night, it has had a great build to it. Kevin Owens and Braun Strowman for the Money in the Bank briefcase. It is the first time in six years the briefcase has been put on the line outside of a traditional Money in the Bank match. I, I will step up here. I will go first. I think Kevin Owens takes it. I think Kevin Owens takes it because I don't think that hurts Braun's momentum at all. All it does is go and show you exactly how crafty Kevin Owens is. And again, 
Kevin Owens with that briefcase is the most dangerous thing you could have. Braun Strowman with the briefcase is too damn predictable. He's going to cash it in. He's going to win. It's over. Owens with the briefcase continues his feud with Braun, and it moves him back into the title picture where he belongs. I think Owens takes the briefcase in a nefarious, tricky, underhanded way. Ben, I'll go to you, and then Joey, you can finish it off. What's up, Ben? Me? Yes, yes, baby. Yes, you. I was making fun of you for saying nefarious. Um, Fuck you. I think Kevin. I think Kevin Owens wins it too because this dude's been taking some of the craziest freaking spots that we've seen in a very long time, like back to back to back pay per views. He's here. He's amazing. I say it every week when I see him uh, deliver a good promo or have an awesome match on Raw. Just like we do not deserve Kevin Owens. The money in the bank, the money in the bank, the money in the bank briefcase better fits his character. He's got a little more of that edge factor to him, and like you said, Braun Strowman's a title contender because he's Braun Strowman, and he's I don't got know, those hands. I, I could see it going either way, but I can definitely see it going to Kevin Owens. It just makes sense. Joey, uh, I, I'm 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 nervous about this one. Um, because my other half loves Braun Strowman. She does. She's uh, a sweet you know, lady. like I mean, she loves Braun, and she she basically told me last night if he loses that briefcase and Lesnar retains, she's done watching. Well, Lesnar retaining, I think, would make a lot of people stop watching. But, but we'll get to that. I I just it's been you know I like Kevin Owens. I thought his Universal Title run was amazing. But man, Bronze has got all this momentum, and that's who the people want right now. I mean, you heard it last week on Raw when Brock was beating up Angle and whatnot. People weren't chant for Roman. People weren't chant for anybody else. They were chant for Strowman. Huh? All right, all right, all right. Well, I like that you're rooting for Strowman though, based on keeping your household happy. That's oh smart. yeah, smart man. Yeah, smart man right there. All right. Up next on our rundown to talk about here, the United States Championship match, a match I think a lot of people thought Jeff Hardy would not be in after what uh, Randy Orton put him through, after we've seen him on Twitter talking about being hurt. You know, but if this is all part of leading to him becoming broken, woken, or whatever the hell it is, I'm all for it. Right now on the card, it is Shinsuke Nakamura in a straight-up wrestling match with Jeff Hardy. But we all know Randy Orton is going to end up involved somehow. It's just a matter of how. Ben, I'll let you start off. If it is Shinsuke and Jeff, who wins this match going forward? I think Shinsuke retains, and I think Randy gets involved and makes it so. And uh, I think it'll be a pretty straightforward match because, I mean, it's believable that Jeff's banged up. So who knows? Who knows? This could be awesome. It could be straightforward and pretty standard for 10 minutes. But I think Nakamura wins. Joey, I have to agree. Nakamura wins definitely. I just I got my theories about Jeff Hardy right now, and I'll save them for yeah, later. They, I mean, they've been building towards him becoming Brother Nero or some version of that. I no. you know I've been I was telling somebody this today. I really want to see Jeff Hardy traded to Raw to join Bray and Matt, and in exchange get Finn Balor to SmackDown, where he's getting more opportunities. Yep. I, you know, I, I think it's Nakamura, and mostly I say that because I want to see Nakamura and Orton cutting promos against each other. <laughs> and I really want to have Randy do one of his, and Ben's going to yell at me because Ben always yells at me about Randy Orton, but Randy Orton do one of his signature understanding ring psychology rants where he talks for five straight minutes about you, the universe, and how much better he is than you. And he stares straight daggers into Shinsuke Nakamura's skull and Nakamura takes the microphone from him, looks at him, squares him up and says, ah, me no speak English. Drop the mic and walk away. And just have Randy stand there dumbfounded like, wait a minute, how does my ring psychology not work on him? Because he doesn't speak English, Randy. (laughs) Heel Nakamura might be my new favorite thing in all of wrestling. And, And the promos that Renee Young gets out of Shinsuke... Just, by the way, I, I know we often say, oh, you know, we don't deserve this. We don't deserve that. We don't deserve Renee Young. We don't. She is so much better than us. She facilitates these great moments that we talk about. We talk about the moments. We talk about Nakamura's promos. We talk about Paul Heyman bawling his eyes out on Raw. Renee Young is the one facilitating these moments. I, I'm just saying it. 
Renee Young, we don't deserve you. You're a treasure. You're Dean Ambrose's treasure, but still a treasure all the same. That was a failed spot last night, by the way. Oh, it was great. No, I loved it. They're doing they're doing that so well. They're doing the the bring back of Dean so well. I know. They are making you want him so I do. Badly. I was waiting for it last night. <sighs> but not to be had. I know. Not to be had. I know. All right. SmackDown women's title. It is currently a triple threat match with Mella being money and the champion. Becky Lynch having to fight for a year and a half to get a ma- to get a title match again. Charlotte shows up with fixed boobs on Raw on SmackDown. She's in the title match, and now the dirt sheets are rambling everywhere that Asuka will be added, and it will be a fatal four-way before things are said and done. I'm going to start on this. Fuck you, Paige. <laughs> Becky Lynch deserved a straight title shot. She is straight fire. Fuck you. The crowd be no. Fuck you. Fuck you. You let me finish, and then you fuck me. Now, fuck you. Oh, wow. Here we go. This is friendship and love, Joey. You I don't know. understand. This is friendship I know. I know. Becky Lynch, I thought, deserved a straight-up title shot. I do like the angle of adding her best friend, and you can start that rivalry down the road. I just, and I know Asuka deserves to do something at SummerSlam, but I just don't know that this is it. I don't know. I, it baffles me. It angers me. And for some reason, I think that all of this tomfoolery leads to Carmella retaining which makes me sad because I feel like Becky needs to go over. Joey wants next. Bang, you're after that. Why? Because you said fuck you in the middle of me talking. That's why Joey's next. Um, this is I, my goddamn show. Uh, oh, yeah, that, that is true. It is Ben's show. I mean, Shut up. Don't empower him. Why? 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 <laughs> I'll empower him. He has connections, let me tell you. Um, it's not Switzerland. Um, <laughs> I, I think... Charlotte, or uh, if Oscar gets added, I think one of them wins. Becky turns heel, and that opens up another heel lady on SmackDown because that's lacking right now. I just think it's because the Iconics aren't ready for the push yet. I think they're there. They're the best heels. They're so much better than Mella. I think they're going to be like SmackDown or whenever this women tag team division gets going, the Iconics that's, their, fo- that's their right. focus. All right. Ben. Fuck you. Who wins? <laughs> uh, if it remains a triple threat match, I think Becky goes over. If Asuka gets added, I think uh, I think Asuka goes over. I think it'll be Asuka or Becky. It just feels like one of their moments, you know? You feel like it's not a if you th- you feel like it's not a blonde white girl moment though? I, I don't think it's Charlotte. I think Charlotte's being added just because she's Charlotte and she'll make the match that much better and uh it's nothing against Carmella. I find her very entertaining, and she's a great natural heel. Like, seriously, she's improved so much, and I don't think she'll be going anywhere, but her losing the title doesn't hurt her. She's had a great run. <laughs> I mean, seriously, look at her run. No, I agree. No, I agree with you. I just, I, I, I think it's time for a non-Charlotte championship run. Non, I'll be honest yeah. with you, non-blonde white girl. Yep. Give me non-blonde white girl. <laughs> like... Something. Oh, oh Car- Carmelo's pretty tan there, you know. Oh yeah, oh that's that Staten Island tan. <laughs> uh, all right, you got the Raw Women's Championship: Alexa Bliss and Ronda Rousey. Uh, you know, uh, Bliss, a multiple title holder, having runs no one really ever anticipated from her coming out of NXT. And then you've got Ronda Rousey, who just has the world on fire. I mean, this one either. Fi- I- I'm going to say it because I don't. You know, I don't really think that there's another opinion. This either finishes dirty or Ronda wins, right? Uh, there's not a there's not a situation where Alexa pins her clean, right? Ben? Yeah, you're right. Um, I, there's going to be a lot of shenanigans and stuff like that, but I think they're completely comfortable having Ronda win and become the Raw Women's Championship. Raw Women's Champion. I mean, she had the great showing at WrestleMania. She's been working house shows. She had the I loved her match with uh Jax at the last pay-per-view. I thought she looked once again great, and I think it's time. Write it. Strike while it's hot once, you know? You signed her for a reason. Put it on her. It's working. <laughs> Joey, this ends dirty or Rousey wins, right? Ends dirty. You think it ends dirty and Alexa retains? Yep, I think Natalia's turning on her. Ooh. Oh. I'm just... No, it's, it's an interesting take. It's one that's not totally un... You know, unforeseeable because this is kind of the way that they write women on raw you make a friend your friend turns on you they cost you a title 
Well, not you, think, all... you think Ronda has one more non-title feud before she puts the belt on? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, the thing of it is, is like Ronda needs ring generals to work with. And last night kind of proved that because Alicia Fox, I mean, all due respect to her, not a ring general at all. That match looked, I cringed. Okay. All so right. she needs a ring general like Natalia to help educate her even more. Fair enough. Um, I think I, I, uh, I think it ends dirty, but not because they're afraid to put the belt on Ronda, because they want to make you want it. Yeah. Because Vince wants to draw it out. Vince wants to play with, you know, well, Ronda can now play with Natalia, or if, uh, if you know, if Alicia Fox decides to interfere, or if Nia Jax comes back and demands something. You know, there's a lot of options there. But once you put the belt on Ronda, it's just throwing people at Ronda and having her beat them. You also got to factor in the pay-per-view in October, too. Like, what are they? Evolution, right. What are they looking? I think putting the belt on Ronda at, at Evolution. Yeah. Or, or maybe her, her going in as champion increases more interest. True. But then yeah. you have to build for two months yes. in feuds with her. And, and again, you know, I, we'll see. We'll see. Either way, I think she's going to be in the title picture at Evolution. I agree. I think we all, Ben, you agree with that? She's, whatever it is, if she's as the champion or challenging for a title, she's in the discussion, right? If you don't put her in the main event, then why the fuck did you sign her? <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. It's, it's working. I'm into it. Like, people are into it. New fans, casual fans, marks, hardcore dudes, insiders. It's working. Strike it while it's hot. Even oh, the UFC, even the UFC diehards who don't like her. Yeah, she's great. I, I think great. so too. She gets it. All right, let's talk about the SmackDown were, tag yeah. titles real quick because we we've got to move through a few things here, boys. Uh, before we were on you a studio that, space. Uh, Miz selected uh, or accepted Brian's challenge for SummerSlam. What he accepted what? it like on Twitter? Uh, yeah, I'm seeing it right now on WWE YouTube. Man. Fuck the WWE. And here I thought I was an idiot for putting it down. Why don't they understand their own brand? You have a TV show in an hour. Put it on the damn TV show. 35 minutes ago, Miz versus Brian one-on-one SummerSlam. Thank God, though, finally. Uh, Fart vomit. No. No, we're going to move and talk. We'll come back to the SmackDown card. What's that? It's too crowded on the card for this one. Thank you, know? you. It's not going to get the time. Listen, you know what's going to happen? You know what's going to happen? This is not the match. Won't even ever actually happen. Miz will do some underhanded yeah, well. shit. The Brian Brian yeah. will never make it to the ring, and he'll have to come out the wounded warrior on Tuesday if, night. I wanted yeah. to perform for the people. If if this if that happens, that'll be very a la Matt Hardy Edge. They hyped up this massive feud. It was right after the Lita scandal. Made a match at SummerSlam. But early on, Hardy hit his head on the ring post and bled out, and they called it off. And then they had the big feud with the cage match and the loser leaves town ladder match that was awesome and stuff like that. So just keep an eye on that. It's a storyline they've done before to advance the blood feud. I, I think that's what happens. I'm going to be very honest. I, think, I don't think we actually get Miz and Daniel Bryan. If we do actually get Miz and Daniel Bryan. better go long. It better go long. And I think that means Daniel Bryan's not re-signing. I think if we actually, do it. what's that? And they just want to do it. Right. Make sure they do it. They just want to clear the deck because they did the Team Hell No reunion, even if it was botched and hasty. Miz and Daniel Bryan is the other thing fans have been clamoring for. If they think there's a chance they're losing Daniel Bryan at that September 1st juicy deadline, I think we get this match at SummerSlam whether we're actually ready for it or not. Joey. What do you think about this? I know you're a big Daniel Bryan guy. I I think he's already resigned and people are just speculating. I just, I don't know. I, I think that would cause a lot of turmoil if he, uh, you know, didn't come back. Because, he, he, you know, he can't just, for him, he can't just think about himself. He's got to think about his family, too. I mean, Bree's always been associated with WWE and, um, WWE's obviously helped the Bellas grow into this huge brand. So, you know, it's not just about him. You know, he could be putting their business stuff in jeopardy, too. Well, no, they already greenlit Total Bellas for season four. Exactly. That's that, already happening. That, I mean, that, 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 to me, that's why I think he's resigned. But I think that deal for Daniel on his end, that deal is with E. That deal is not with the WWE. That deal is with the E Network. 
who airs Total Bella. Yeah, but it's WWE's crew that films it. 50-50. We'll see what happens. I, I think we I think if he is re-signed, we don't actually get a match. Hell in I don't a think cell. we get this match until yeah, Hell in a Cell. In the cell. In the cell. Absolutely. That's a Hell in a Cell match. That is a Hell in a Cell match. Cool. All right. God, it still pisses me off that they put that shit on Twitter. I know. That's so dumb. And I've been waiting for it too. I'm YouTube. Like, YouTube. YouTube. That's that's even worse. God. YouTube. You're gonna you're gonna, you're gonna record YouTube. something. It's they not at least on... put it on the up up down down channel that people actually fucking watch. <laughs> no. Assholes. All right, whatever. Fine, whatever. That's happening. It's a match. Technically, it might happen. Um, SmackDown Tag Championships, which I'm almost as unexcited about. Uh, Bludgies versus New Day or The Bar. One. How many times does Sanity interfere? Because Sanity is going to interfere. That's what they do. That's kind of their thing. Two, is it New Day or the Bar? And three, how quick will the Bludgeon Brothers end up winning? <laughs> God, look, I, I'm sorry. I'm, I, I feel like I might be being a dick at this point because this Ms. Daniel Bryan stuff has pissed me off. But this is pointless. This match is pointless. The Bludgeon Brothers aren't losing until they lose to Sanity. You built them for so long. You spent so long building Sanity as this unstable faction. Why would you not have two piles of crazy beat the shit out of each other? The only ones who can withstand Killian Dane are the Bludgies. I did. I, I, I just put it out there. I was shocked that the New Day beat Sanity. Yeah. I was shocked. As much as I would love the New Day to hold the titles and I have was... a true six-man tag battle. Yeah. That'd be great. They're not going to do it. I was I was really hoping like it would the finals would have came down to Sandy and the bar and then Bludgeons wreak havoc and it'd be a triple threat match. Cuz all th- all three of those teams are hard hitting and physical teams. And that's why I'm really hoping the bar wins tonight because I think the bar matches up well with the Bludgeons. Um if you've never Looked into Luke Harper's past as Brody Lee. Him and Cesaro had oh, some... Oh, don't get Ben started on Cesaro's hey, past. Hey, him and Cesaro had some killer matches before they got to WWE. Bunch of Luke Harper marks I'm doing a podcast with. What? Hey, Luke Harper's great. Luke Harper's underrated. You fuck. He's so good. Yeah, I agree. I think he's... Look, uh, how's this? I agree with you guys. I think he's a great wrestler. I don't think it's his fault that WWE has no idea what the fuck to do with him, but he's been booked so poorly for so long that I don't think you can get him over now. I think he's over. He's IC champ. Yeah. I'm aware. He had some good runs. Hey. He's talented in the that ring. Ladder match. Yeah, the I, ladder match with Dolph. Banger. Yeah. <laughs> Banger. Banger. <laughs> <laughs> Such a dick. All right, listen, but I think we'd all agree the, the bludgies retain here, right? In some... You know, by hook or by crook, the bludgies retain. Right? We all with that? Yeah. Ben? Yep. All right. Yep. Unless it's the new day and they get a push because they've got some new booty or pancake-related product. No, they need to break up. No. Yes. I fully disagree. No. No. Yep. Nope. I don't think you no. ever break okay, up the new fine. day. Okay, fine. Then move them and the Usos to Raw because their time on SmackDown has ran its course. Then who do you move? I mean, and again, you can't just be shuffling people. We know they don't do that. Okay, but then, like, bring, like, like I said, bring Bray and Matt over to SmackDown. Can I, when, can I tell you something, though? Can I, can I just end this real quick? Because the New Day are not getting broken up ever. Ever. <laughs> they make too much money. They don't, they haven't, when was the last time they held a title? They're still in the top 5% of sellers for WWE. Their merch still moves at Walmart. These guys are selling. Vince is too smart to break up a full, like a product that he doesn't have to put a title on. He doesn't have to put them in a title match. And these guys will do all of the crazy weird spots that Vince loves. Okay, I get your point there. I, I mean, this this all, is yeah. this is what Daddy Vince wants. Daddy likes the money. Yeah, and he's got a new football league to fund. <laughs> that, that, <laughs> what that, the fuck was that? That br- that brings me back to my point of. Undisputed Air getting brought up sooner rather than later because Adam Cole baby is the like most popular catchphrase in all of WWE right now. It's got a lot of pop, but it's got nothing on get these hands. Uh, <laughs> well, Holly might agree with you on that. I would say so. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's let's fart on the Universal Championship for a minute before we move on to what could be a couple of good matches on this card. 
Um, the Universal title, Brock and Roman, part 59. Uh, Roman's going over. Brock's going back to the UFC. All right, we're good. Can we move on now? No, because Roman's going wow. over, and whoever has that briefcase is cashing in. I don't yeah. know if they do it the same night. Yes, because that crowd yeah, is going to be so... If that is the main event, which I'm pretty much guaranteeing it is the main event, uh, the crowd's not going to be happy either way. And we all saw what happened at WrestleMania when the crowd crapped on that match. Yeah, that even swerved on them. Either way, it's Reigns beating Lesnar, and whether or not there's a cash-in is an extra caveat. But Ben, Reigns is beating Lesnar, right? This is over finally? I don't know. Damn you. I don't know. Damn you. I don't know, man. I told you, man. I, I, I never. You don't bet against Brock Lesnar. How many times have I told you guys this? I'm aware. Unless Heyman turns on him. I don't think even Heyman turning on him means you can fully bet against him. I think that. Let me just rant here for a second. You know all those photos circulating on social media of Heyman at the Performance Center. I don't think that's. I don't think. I think that's part of storyline. I think they're swerving us. I think they're trying to make us think that Brock and Heyman aren't going to be together and blah 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 blah. That there's dissension and stuff like that. There, I think I'm giving it a 51 percent chance that Brock retains and then loses to the Money in the Bank cash in. All right, all yeah, right. That, I, I can see that because Reigns could get like PO'd and beat the crap out of him, and but then again, he's advertised for the next night on Raw, so keep that in mind. Yeah, uh, yeah, he could be advertised and just not show up though. <laughs> That's true. That'd be the most Brock thing possible. Dude, that- Tell me why he couldn't work his current schedule and do UFC at the same time. No, no, I'm not saying he can't. I'm saying I fucking don't want him to. And you know, okay, I get letting him work that schedule, but that title needs to be featured every week. Talk about someone who doesn't need the title. It's Brock Lesnar. That's fine. As long as they take the belt off of him. That, I don't that's care if he stays all I care about. Company. Yeah, I don't care if he stays at the company. Yeah, that's stay. Vince's money to waste. Six and a half million dollars a year. Fine. You want to throw it away on a guy who shows up twice. Cool, your call, not mine. Your money, right? But that title is being pissed upon every day it's on his waist. Yeah. But either way. All right. Someone, all right. We, someone we, consider that a good thing. I hate you so much. I hate you so much. I kind of hate that remark, too, honestly. Oh, I hate you so much. All right. All right. All right. All right. We got two matches to get through here. We got to get through them. We got to get out of the way. We're going to get kicked out of here by real radio people in a minute. Um, I'm not kidding. They've got a lot of stuff going on. Intercontinental title match. I don't believe this ends up staying a straight one-on-one match. As in, I think you'll either add McIntyre as a third competitor or there will be some other sort of wrinkle that they throw in on this. Either way, Rollins and Ziggler. Man, do I want to see Rollins move on and be in the main event title picture. But I think they end up putting the belt back on him and he starts to steal the middle of the show every time again. I I think Rollins gets the belt back. And I, I think that McIntyre might turn on Ziggler here, and that's the feud you build to for September for them. Ben, I'm going to go to you, and then Joey will let you wrap this one up. Rollins, Ziggler. Uh, I think Ziggler will retain because I think when Dean comes back, they'll kind of go back into the tag team circuit a little bit. Just, I mean, that'll be good for Dean coming back from injury, and, I mean, there's nothing wrong with Seth and Dean teaming together. They're no, to watch. I think, you don't want to kill CrossFit retains. Jesus either, so. Yeah. Ziggler retains. I don't think they break up McIntyre and Ziggler yet. I think we'll see them get a tag title run before we see them split. Fair. All right, Joey, Ziggler, right. Rollins. Yeah. Ziggler. They just work well together, right? I mean, sorry. They just feel they just feel like they fit really well. What, Mac, you talking about McIntyre and Ziggler or Ziggler and Rollins? Yeah. McIntyre and uh, uh, Ziggler. It, that was a random put together. And Creative. It worked. Yeah. Ben, you, you still know, there? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I hear what you're squanching on. I feel what you're squanching. I got you. Sorry, my headphones are about to die. It's okay, it's okay. We're almost done. One more match, one more match, baby. <laughs> WWE title, AJ Styles and Samoa Joe, a.k.a. Uh, you know TNA from 2009. Am I getting that year right? I think it was like 06. No, even earlier. Yeah, way earlier. <laughs> I was trying to not be a dick, and now I'm a bigger dick. All right, uh, Ben, with your headphones about to die, WWE title, Styles, Samoa Joe. I feel like the build for this has been weird, but these guys are both so great. I can't help but think that this is match of the night. I, I think it's Samoa Joe time. I think it's time to go to him. Um, 
I think you go with that feud through Hell in a Cell, and not just because we saw those leaked advertisements. But um, <laughs> I think it's time to put it on Samoa Joe and do that uh, do that feud and put a title run on him. He's a great worker. He's a great heel. It makes sense, and you know it gives you somebody that AJ can take it back from down the line. You know, it's the face, the baby face return. You know, I mean that's a great matchup. People want to see that for a couple of months. At least I do. Joey. So Joe, Joe wins. Samoa Joe wins. Daniel Bryan resigns and gets past the Miz. That's a potential feud. I'm going to go with Joe as well. I, I think not only because Joe is phenomenal, I think AJ deserves a rest. I think AJ deserves some time off with that family Joe was talking shit about. Uh, AJ is is a father. He's a family man. He's a great human being from everything I've read about the guy. And, and I think, you know, listen, you have held this title. You have helped restore its glory you have been phenomenal, pun intended. Delivers. He delivers. delivers. He really does. And I think they will deliver the match of the night. Uh, I think this is a 25-minute slobber knocker, and I think Joe walks away with it with either the Coquina Clutch or the first muscle buster we see on the main roster. All right, that's it. That's the SummerSlam preview. Um, you know, we talked a whole lot of shit here. It was a lot of fun. Joey will probably catch up with you again after all in. Yeah. Um. Ben, how do you want to end this one? I know. Do you want me to cut it where I said, Ben, how do you want to end this one? No, cut it after I said right now. <laughs> <laughs>